Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Well, coming up Thursday, March 30th at Meaford Hall, it is going to be an amazing show. It's called the Roots and Blues Kitchen Party. It features three amazing performers, and we have two of them on the line right now. Uh, the amazingly talented Susie Vinnick. Susie, how are you this morning? I'm most excellent, John. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, direct from Australia, although he's been in Canada for a while now, Lloyd Spiegel joins us. Lloyd, a pleasure to meet you. Uh, good morning, and, and uh, it might actually be, had been better if I called from Australia. It's about <laughs> 10 p.m. over there. <laughs> yes, it wouldn't be so <laughs> early. I always say it's a, it's it's just sacrilege to be calling musicians at this time of the day, but we appreciate you getting up and talking to us because uh, this show is, is going to be a landmark in, in the sense that although, although Lloyd, you and Susie have been doing some shows together, this is the first time you're bringing three musicians in, in, a, in a show you're calling Roots and Blues Kitchen Party. Where did the name come from? Because I... Is kitchen parties a thing in Saskatchewan and in Australia? <laughs> I think that the uh, the idea of, of people sitting around in the kitchen, I think, goes back to all of our ancestral mm. roots, uh, one way or another, back on the the motherland of Europe and England. So I think that uh, I think I think it's it's a really common thing amongst acoustic musicians because kitchens tend to have really good acoustics. That's where the cooking's going on and. And that's obviously where the piano was as well right. uh, in, in many, many homes. So uh, I, I think the, the, the concept, we really wanted to, to, to put across the idea that, that this is three people on stage really enjoying each other's company and sharing stories and music. And, and uh, that seems to be a, a, a well-known uh, uh, way to phrase it as a kitchen party here in Canada, which I think is one of the best parts about traveling this country is, is the the storytelling and acoustic music and the, the the joining of music where, you know, I'm from the blues scene where people always want to want to get up on stage and cut your head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if this was in, if this was, a, if this was a, a blues guitarist show, then, then it would just be a three hour guitar solo. But with, with these, with these two wonderful people and, and good friends, you know, it, it's just about, it's actually about just taking our natural friendship and, and the respect we have for each other and putting it on stage. And, and so, the, you know, we, we want people to arrive with a casual sense of enjoyment rather than, you know, thinking they've got to sit down and uh, and be silent and, and, in, and enjoy the, you know, the performance in that way. It's a, we want it to be a little raucous, we want it to be fun, and we want it to be um, a little bit of uh, guessing uh, the audience and us guessing all at the same time. So I have two specific questions, one for each of you, before we get on to more about this show. Uh, Susie, my question to you is, you've won so many Canadian Music Awards. Where do you keep them? I, I'm, I'm sure at this point some of them have to be doorstops. <laughs> no, my I, I, my boyfriend is a carpenter contractor. <laughs> he built me a beautiful shelf for Christmas a few years ago, he, and he's, he's extremely proud and supportive, and he built me a shelf. So I have a shelf. in. We live in an old church in Niagara, and so there's a little corner that there's a couple shelves. <laughs> you know, he must be a good carpenter because he's probably continuing to build shelves for you. Uh, <laughs> so, and and for Lloyd, I, I you know I'm trying to read up on your on your press and all that stuff, and I'm getting confused because um, it says that you've been performing on stage for 30 years, but yeah. you're only 40. Yeah, so I'm I'm 43, and I've been actually this is my 30 33rd year on tour. <laughs> so you did, started uh, when you were 10. Well, I, I did. I did 150 shows uh, in Australia and New Zealand the year that I turned 11, 
and uh, and I kind of haven't really stopped. I thought, uh, you know, it's a pretty simple thing, you know, you, to, to see musicians play at a young age and think, well, that's a good job. I'll, I'll go and do that one. <laughs> and um, and and I was just very fortunate to, to have a nurturing family and a and a blues scene that I grew up in. Uh, so I I thought it was completely normal, and I was a bit surprised when I found out that every other kid uh, wasn't sitting around playing blues records all day. You both have remarkable voices, and you both have an incredible command over the guitar. For each of you, which which is the thing that drove you to, to being a professional musician? Was it, I'm, I'm a singer, so I'll learn guitar, or I'm a guitarist, but I'm going to learn to sing? Um, for me, it's, it's, music was something as a little, as a kid that I always gravitated towards, and I didn't get performing till I was in my teens, and like making some money at it, but it wasn't even even that. I didn't think, oh, I can do this for a living. It just wasn't something that I saw around me. But it just, but the the drive, right? Just the love of music. I just needed to do it. Kept doing it. Did it more and more and more. And eventually, it was my full time thing. So that's it for me. What about you, Lloyd? I, I think I have always wanted to entertain, and that, mm. that's you know, I, I think all of my life, is, even you know, before I started performing, I was making tapes of, of and it was like they were always entertainment. I'd be putting plays on for my parents. And I think, you know, I grew up with a, a basis in blues music because my father was the founder of the Melbourne Blues Society and, and he always had blues musicians around, so that was the normal music we listened to. But the, I think the, the, the idea of, of, of playing the guitar was really simply because there was a guitar in the house and the idea that, of singing was because I just liked being the center of attention and I really enjoyed performing. And, and, and throughout the last two years, I actually, actually didn't pick up a guitar at all because I didn't have anyone to perform for. And I really don't see a purpose to picking up a guitar unless there's somebody <laughs> to entertain. So for me, it was very much about, well, I want to perform. I want to entertain what's available to me. Mm. And, uh, you know, I know that I know that I get called a guitarist, I get called a singer and, I've just never really considered myself either of those. I think I'm, I wanted to be a song and dance man, but I can't dance. <laughs> you both have uh, have uh, long careers as headliners and solo artists. Uh, you, you can fill the theaters just on your own. What's the concept of of bringing yourself and and now Charlie Acorn to the to the table? Um, oh, I see. Yeah, sure. Well, Lloyd and I are. Have, are um, have done a, a bunch of shows together, and um, Lloyd has known Charlie. I've, I've probably known Charlie longer than Lloyd, but Lloyd and Charlie have played music together, and Lloyd's brought him to Australia. And our, our our mutual agent, I think, started working with Charlie and kind of put put the idea forward to both of us, and went, "We love Charlie. This this could be a lot of mm. fun." And when the idea was presented to different venues, and that people were jumping all over it, just loving the idea so i guess that's that's kind of got what got it rolling really our agent had had the the, the, the our agent is the mastermind <laughs> and it's and it's something that we've not been able to do for such a long time it's just sit in a room and play music with people and uh, and also it was a way of presenting you know uh, people with a, a, a brand new show something completely different something completely unique that that uh, will get them, you know, out of the house and out to the theaters to um, to start enjoying some music again. 
you know, you both play, you label it roots and blues. I'll say there's folk in there too. You're, you're, you're both songwriters and, 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 but you're coming from, to me, what most people would say is an American music tradition. Do Canadians and Australians approach that differently? I'll start with you, Susie. Gosh. Um, I mean, it, it, it's, I don't, I don't know. I think, I'm guessing we kind of come at it the same, though Australia is obviously a little further away than um, the States to Canada. And um, not not living in Australia, it's a little trickier for me to speak to it. But I do know that that American music has influenced Canadian music in a pretty big way, though. We're pretty fortunate here to support our Canadian artists and, and have really nurtured Canadian talent to, you know, finding... Canadian voice of sorts, but I think it's all kind of the music that we play definitely has its roots in in you know in in the states, the southern states, and blues blues music. Lloyd, what what do you want to say about it? Yeah, every country I travel to has its own kind of take on blues music, and, and that's a really wonderful thing because it's a very um, malleable kind of <laughs> genre. But, mm. but for me. I think you know. Look, Australia got into the blues quite late. We got and we got you know Robert Johnson and Eric Clapton at the same time. So it's a bit confusing and it's a bit of a mishmash. And so making sense of it has sort of forged this different sound. And the approach to it has a um, there, there is a different flavour to Australian blues, and I find a different flavour to Canadian blues. I, and Canadian music in general has a particular tone that I can't quite put my finger on. But there's a there's a there's something a little more uh, you know, involved in Canadian music than American music, I find. <laughs> and and I really enjoy that. I really like it. I'm a little bit more surprised by chord progressions here. I'm a little bit more mm. surprised by, by the way songs go. And, and, and I think, you know, probably if you heard a lot of Australian music, you'd probably say the same. There's, there's something unique about it. So when it comes to playing the blues, I think that we all add our own little element, but we're also desperately trying to walk that tightrope of finding our own sound in something so old and something so perfect, and as well as paying traditions to its its founding uh, traditions. So you, you know, where does that where is that line a little too far either way? Um, and and so you, you know, when you to be honest, when you're not American, um, you're probably not don't feel as bound by the bloodline. Mm. and are able to maybe search a little deeper back into the music that blues helped to create in its first place and re-injecting it back into blues, which is part of what I really love about what Susie does, for example, where it's it's this injection of soul and folk and, and, and other genres that actually were born from the blues in the first place. Thursday, March 30th, 7.30 p.m. is the kickoff of the Acord Spiegel Vinnick International Roots and Blues Kitchen Party <laughs> Tour. Don't miss it. For ticket details, you can go to MeFordHall.ca. Uh, I guarantee, I can't guarantee anything, but I, I'm pretty likely this is going to sell out <laughs> fast, so I'm warning you now to get your tickets. Uh, Susie Vinnick, a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much. Lloyd Spiegel, really appreciate your time here on Talk of the Town. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much, John. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.